0: So good morning everyone, and again welcome to our shared practice space here together. We are very much in the heart of our time of retreat together, our time of practicing at home engaging in this exploration, this journey, this dance, and we could equally say this simple unfolding of our lives. This time is, is precious. That we have the support of each other and the conditions that allow us to practice. Sometimes when we've been sort of in, within the form for a little while, we can almost start to get used to it in a, in a good way that we settle in, but also in a familiar way We start to kind of, oh yeah, that's what happens, we do this now. And just seeing if there's any way it might be for ourselves that we can just remember the the preciousness, the blessedness, the good fortune. Even if things aren't always easy, but the good fortune we have here in the supportive field of, of practice, of community, of sangha of dharma. And this journey of meditation that is so much about allowing ourselves to arrive more fully where we are and at the same time embracing the unfoldment of where it is we find ourselves to be and how it is we find ourselves to be, embracing this unfoldment with curiosity, with care, with interest. We've been encouraging and inviting the use of the body, our body, these human bodies we have for now, and the breathing, the flow and ripple of life breathing within our body as a way of gathering, collecting, connecting and establishing a degree of steadiness and focus in the heart and mind. And continuing to do so. Being interested to notice what happens for us when the attention moves and when the experience changes. Can we notice when our attention is drawn to a particular experience, what happens there? Do we unconsciously react, liking it or not liking it? Is there a space to simply recognize, ah, this is what's happening. Here is where I find myself now. And to see if there is some reactivity that comes if we find ourselves pushing away or trying to take hold of the experience, to make some allowance for that and in the seeing of it, not being bound into that pattern, but simply aware of it, can be so helpful when we notice reactivity to come into the body, to feel and to breathe with that experience, to notice, where is this taking place, what does it feel like, can I make space for this, in a kindly way, as if we were gazing upon ourselves and Offering encouragement and support from our heart can be useful to notice the particular quality of the experiences that come to us to be particularly aware of whether it's pleasant and if so, the, the tendency we have to reach towards or take hold of, to notice equally if the experience is unpleasant and how we might resist or push away if we're not conscious of that reaction. And how equally also with the experiences that are neither pleasant nor unpleasant, there can be a a kind of disregarding and not quite attending to or tuning into. And this is an area of experience that's really helpful to explore. I was speaking last night about the areas or things we might leave out. Sometimes the neutral experiences, the ones that are neither exciting or delighting us, nor threatening or challenging us, but are just something in between. And there's a vast range of experience that fits into this. Often the response we have is to just disregard it from a conditioned, habitual, unconscious perspective. It's not doing anything for me and it's not doing anything to me. So why bother? And yet so much of our life is filled with such experience. And often when we become lost or caught up in patterns of reactivity, it's part of a process in which the experience that is here has somehow not been valued because it's neutral. Sometimes the breathing is like this. It's just another breath, we think. Of course, we know that this breath, if we reflect, if we contemplate, this breath is is precious, is remarkable. It's not guaranteed that we'll have another one. Whenever we breathe out, there's no certainty there will be another in-breath. But if we don't bring that reflection or we don't have that sensitivity, and often we won't, of course, naturally, it's sometimes just another breath. And we start looking for either something more entertaining, or some problem to solve. And we can notice that, huh? Ah, oh, this this moment that is perhaps more neutral—that's neither pleasant nor unpleasant—offers an opportunity to connect, as all moments do. And the Buddha made a what well, I found a remarkably insightful observation about. Neutral experiences. He said that the neutral experience, when it's not attended to, when it's not fully known, becomes unpleasant. And we can we can see this. In fact, when we talk about something becoming boring or being bored by something, what we usually mean is that it's kind of neutral. It's not doing anything for me. It's not a problem either. We don't get bored when we're in pain. We don't get bored when we're in bliss. We become engaged with those experiences strongly, generally. And the, and yet the experience of boredom is really unpleasant because we disconnect. It's the disconnection that's actually more fundamentally painful to us or distressing to our heart and painful to us in that way. The Buddha also went on to say that the neutral experience, when we pay attention to it, becomes pleasant. This is, again, remarkable and interesting to reflect on. If we pay attention to a neutral experience, it can become pleasant, and we'll know this, perhaps, many of us, I imagine, from when we find our attention steadying and we can stay with simple, ordinary experience that's not particularly exciting, just some sensation in my body, just the ripple and movement of breathing and the sensations with this, that when we stay with it, when we really feel deeply into it, there's something that actually draws us, that causes that we We could say it's attractive or pleasurable. And yet it's not that the experience in itself is so pleasant. It's more neutral. It's the connection with it that we feel is deeply pleasurable. And in this, I think it shows really clearly how it's not the content of the experience that's the most important element in determining whether we feel a deeper sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in our contact with it. It's the quality of the attention we bring to bear upon it. The reason pleasurable experiences seem more fulfilling to us is we are enthusiastically keen to connect with them, and it's the connection that's so precious and powerful. Of course, With them, we we also know that we can, in grasping and trying to keep hold of or maintain them, they become suddenly other than that. But when we simply connect, it's the connection itself that is so fulfilling. And likewise with difficult or painful experiences, we so often imagine it's it's the difficult or painfulness of the experience that's so hard for us without seeing that, in fact, the process of habitually or unconsciously rejecting and pushing away leads to a disconnection, and it's the disconnection that is more deeply distressing. That when we can actually be in the presence of the uncomfortable or the challenging and stay connected, in fact, although it's still not easy, it's much less painful or difficult for us. And so we have this opportunity in practice to explore the deepening capacity of connectedness that is really the offering of this training our hearts and our minds to be connected to each and every moment, whether it be pleasant, unpleasant, or neither of these two. And each moment, each breath, each sound, each experience has this quality of, we could say, hedonic tone degree, degree of pleasurability or unpleasurability. And so noticing that can be really helpful in handling the ways we react in quieting and calming the unconscious patternings that arise around the experiences in relationship to them. By making them conscious and aware. And in line again with the invitation from last night, really noticing oh, do I leave out any of these? Do I leave out the pleasurable? Turn away from it. Do I leave out the painful? Try and avoid it. Do I leave out the neutral experience and somehow disregard it? Because each moment's experience is an invitation. And our practice really is to receive that invitation, and to see where it takes us. So let's practice formally again for some time, just settling into your body. feeling the quality of contact with the earth beneath you. You may be sitting or standing. And if in the period of meditation you need to transition from one posture to another, to do so mindfully, consciously, with a sense of including this movement too. and so resting upon the earth beneath you. And allowing your body to be upright in a in a dignified and open way rising up from the earth into the space around you and above into the sky and just acknowledging again and appreciating the space that is offered here for you to do that. Support below, the space around and above, sitting on the earth and beneath the sky, standing. And with that support we can relax, allow the body to soften, and release such holding tension or contraction, as we may not need to hold without trying to force or in any way coerce that process. Just inviting and allowing a softening and a releasing. Feeling the sense of your whole body. and the breathing that moves within it. This body breathing naturally, organically, just as it does. Noticing if there are realms of your bodily experience that feel pleasurable, that feel painful or uncomfortable, unpleasurable, or realms that feel neutral. Sometimes there may be areas where we don't sense very much at all. It can be useful just to notice these, that we can recognize I don't feel something here, but we still recognize the location. Perhaps it's just very neutral. exploring and seeing what it is to include this whole body and the breath that moves in your body. Noticing also this breath that is drawn in to your body from the space around you. Just being aware also of the connection this reveals, that the space around you is connected to the space within your body, the inside of the body, and what is called outside are not so separate. This element of air, this fluid life that we breathe, we share with all living things, the creatures and the the plants that grow and all beings. So, continuing to practice just as you are, open to this moment just as it is. Allowing what comes to you to come. Allowing what leaves to leave. And if you find it useful as you practice, just acknowledging the feeling tone, the quality of each experience, pleasant, unpleasant or neither, without making a project of that, recognition, just being sensitive and open to noticing what happens with each moment